Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You guys haven't seen or heard from me because um, I'm currently wanted. Mariah Hamilton, the ex-girlfriend of accused murderer YNW Melly, sits down for an interview with us to talk about the case, her relationship with the rapper, and why she never appeared in court. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law & Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. So anybody who follows Sidebar knows that we were pretty heavy in covering the YNW Melly double murder trial out of Broward County, Florida. This was the case of the rapper, real name Jamel Demons, who's accused of shooting to death his two friends and fellow YNW group rappers Christopher Thomas Jr., or YNW Juvie, and Anthony Williams, or YNW Sack Chaser. The two men were found shot to death on October 26, 2018, after Melly's co-defendant, Cortland Henry, or YNW Bortland, pulled up to the hospital with the bodies of Thomas and Williams in the car, claiming that they were all victims of a drive-by shooting. Now, the evidence has suggested that this was a staged drive-by shooting and that the shots actually came from inside the vehicle. And in their case, the prosecution focused on ballistics, trajectory, potential gang affiliations of YNW Melly, but in the end, it didn't work. The jury didn't find Melly guilty, but they also didn't find him not guilty. They actually couldn't make a decision. They were hung, and a mistrial was ultimately declared. It came after 14 hours of deliberations. Not an easy case. And as we think about the upcoming retrial, we look back at the case and we think, wow, there were a lot of people who testified. But there was one significant absence, someone who was mentioned but never appeared in court, YNW Melly's former girlfriend, Mariah Hamilton. Now, why is she so important? Well, Mariah Hamilton's mother, Felicia Holmes, told police in December of 2018 about a FaceTime call between Melly and Hamilton, her daughter, right after the shooting, where according to her, Melly said someone shot the car up that a car was coming behind him, that presumably the shooter or shooters were hiding there, and then he said he thinks Sack Chaser and Juvie are dead. Then she says she saw Melly at this guy Fredo Bang's house. Apparently, Fredo picked him up after the shooting. And while she offered to Melly to stay with her after all of this happened, she says Melly went to a video shoot, a video shoot after all this happened. Then at some point, Holmes says that her daughter told her that Melly was threatening her and that she feels Melly had something to do with the murders. Hamilton even talked to law enforcement about a text from Melly where he allegedly says, I take lives. Hamilton also addressed possible tension that Melly may have had with one of the victims, and follow-up reporting indicates that might have been Sack Chaser. Now, this is important testimony, right? This is important evidence. But the problem was, Miss Holmes' sworn deposition years later in 2022 
was not consistent with what she told police in 2018. In fact, when Holmes took the stand in YNW Melly's trial, things got heated, basically accusing the government from law enforcement to the prosecutor of threatening her and her daughter, Mariah Hamilton, to testify against Melly. Did you have an opportunity to read the statement you gave in 2018? Um, I read the statement. Okay. Was it I don't recall. I don't remember anything from that statement, but I do remember my deposition from okay. December 22. Were you honest and truthful with law enforcement when you spoke with them? I, I would hope so. I mean, it was, it was 2018. I was I went through a lot during that year, so I'm not sure where my, my mindset was at that time. I do remember that they kind of bullied me and threatened my daughter to okay. take her to jail for accessory after the fact. I do remember that. When you first took the stand, you said, I feel threatened. Yes, sir, I do. Who do you feel threatened the by? Christine, your honor. Christine Bradley, the prosecutor's office. This prosecutor? Yes, I do. So with that in mind, we here at Law and Crime had the unique opportunity to actually interview Mariah Hamilton herself. Again, she never appeared in court. Now, in our interview, she was accompanied by her attorney, Christopher Barris. This was in his law office. And also her mother, Felicia Holmes, was there as well. And we asked her some questions. And with that, let's play you our interview. Mariah Hamilton. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I think I want to start off by just saying I, I'm I, I'm so happy to see you and meet you because it's been kind of I think a lot of people wanted to hear from you. I think a lot of people wanted were expecting to see you at the trial. Um, and there's been some issues uh, in terms of what's been happening with the police. If you can explain to people why we haven't seen from seen you or heard from you. Um, you guys haven't seen or heard from me because um, I'm currently wanted. Uh, um, I've tried to get the warrant lifted plenty of times, um, but it's just been like a constant battle with my lawyer and the prosecutor. Um, so I've just been, you know, laying low, trying to get the warrant lifted before I could even come in and, you know, speak my part. Let's uh, and let's talk about that. So, and by the way, you are in your lawyer's office. Your lawyer, Christopher Barris, is off to the side. He's going to come in a little bit later. Um, yeah. So, I, I saw that it was only I think yesterday or the few days before you filed a complaint against the lead investigator in YNW Melly's uh, trial, Mark Moretti, um, and you basically accused him of bullying you and harassing you um, into providing testimony in this case. What can you tell us about that? Um. Uh. When the situation first happened, um, me and my mom was start. Well, I was starting. Um, I was seventeen, about to turn eighteen. Um, they came to my house. Uh, they were telling me that they were gonna arrest me with accessory after the fact. Um, my mom didn't know what to do. I was young. I didn't have a criminal record. I didn't have a background. Um, I was trying to go to the military at the time, so. I had to just tell them what they wanted to hear so they could, like, leave me alone, which I thought they would leave me alone, but they didn't. So, yeah. Why, why did they think that you were a part of what happened? Because I was his girlfriend um, at the time, um, so they thought that I knew more than what I was telling them that I knew, which I didn't. Um, so they were just harassing me, being that I was his ex-girlfriend or girlfriend at the time. When, 
when you say Mark Moretti was harassing you, what was he saying to you? What was he doing? Um, when I first, when he first came to my house, um, it was so unexpectedly. Um, I had pulled up um, with my cousin and they were outside my house uh, parked. And I'm like, what's, I was confused. I'm like, what's going on or whatever. I'm texting on what's going on. She was like, they want to talk to you. Uh, you have to talk to them. Um, they're threatening, they're threatening, saying that you're going to go to jail. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, I end up telling him my story. Tell him, I told him what I knew. He told me that I was lying. Um, he told me that um, I knew more than what I was telling and that he was going to, uh, he could arrest me for an accessory after the fact. Um, so we end up doing, he wanted me to get on a tape recording and tell him what he wanted me to tell him, so which I did. Um, after that, he was like, they wouldn't bother me anymore. I thought they wouldn't bother me anymore. Um, they were still calling and texting my mom, asking for me. I refused to talk so many times. And yeah, I haven't really talked to them ever since then, since 2019. And and now you said that there's an arrest warrant. You know, it's still out. It's still outstanding. Why do you feel comfortable coming out now and talking about this? Because I just want people to know that it's I'm not running because of like any money or anything like that. It's because I don't want to go to jail for something that I did. I don't I don't want to go to jail for something that I didn't do or something that I'm not a part of. Um, I just feel like people's looking at uh, my side of this. They're looking at it, looking at me wrong. Um, and that's not what it's what they're showing is not true, basically. You want to clear the record. Um, you, so you file this complaint against Mark, against Mark Moretti. Um, what are you hoping happens there? Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Um, I hope the judge can uh, lift the warrant off me and I don't mind coming in to talk. Um, I never mind coming in to talk. Me and my lawyer tried to go in to talk on so many occasions, but I was always threatened with if I don't tell them what I want to hear, what they want to hear, I'm going to go to jail. So it's like, mm. I never went to jail before. So that's my main concern right now. Oh, I get it. Um, let's talk a little bit about YNW Melly. Um, so first of all, how did you meet him and when did you meet him? Um, I met him, I was 15. Yeah, I was 15. Um, I met him through mutual friends. Um, it was my homecoming night. He had just got a got out of a program. It, yeah, he had just got out of a program. Um, 
we met through mutual friends. Uh, he was like, his friend was telling me that he wanted to see me after homecoming. So me and my friends was like, okay, we'll link up with you guys after homecoming or whatever like that. So instead of us going to like, you know, after homecoming, you go to after parties, we end up like hanging out with them. And ever since that night, me and him just been cool. Like we just been close ever since. Then. Was it like love at first fight, sight? Like you thought he was attractive or like? I wouldn't say me, but for him, he was, like, he was, <laughs> I, he gave me weird. Like when we first met, I thought he was weird. My friends was like, he just really likes you. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I don't know, but it was cute, but it was like weird too at the same time. Well, you were so young, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was really, I was 15. <laughs> I was yeah. 15 and he was like 17, I think. Yeah. He was like 17. Oh, yeah. What's he like? Like, what's his personality like? Because I think there was a lot made during the course of his trial about his demeanor, you know, smiling in the courtroom, praying, kissing uh, up in the sky. What, what's he like? Um, He's just a very, he's, he's different. Like, he's a very outspoken person. Like, he doesn't mean no harm, but he's, he's really different. Like, he's always lighting up the room, like, regardless. Like, if he even, if he's even going through something, we wouldn't, nobody would tell because he don't show it. Like he show he shows it differently. So he's just, he's different from, he's not, he's different. He's goofy. Yeah. What, um, what, what was your relationship like with him? We was, we was good. Our relationship was good, but we had some bad times too. I wouldn't say we was all always good. Um, we had our differences, um, which any other couple had. Um, but our relationship was good. We was like best friends. He'd tell me anything. I'd tell him anything. Um, when I'm going through stuff, he'd be there for me. When he's going through stuff, I'd be there for him. So, yeah. Are you guys currently talking at all? Communicating? No. No. Is, is it because of what happened? Um, I, I honestly, it's not even just because of what happened. I just think, you know, uh, this might, it just might not be the right time for for us with the relationship part as of right now. So mm. yeah. maybe we can come along in the, in the you know in the meantime or in the long run in the future. But as of right now, I'm trying to get myself together, and I know he have a lot going on. So it's like, has he ever tried? Has he tried to reach out recently? No. A big part of this case was talking about, is it possible YNW Melly would shoot his two friends? And the question became, you know, is he violent? Have you ever seen him violent in any way? No, no. He's a very goofy person. I don't think he would be violent. I don't think he's a violent person at all. Like, he's never showed any violence towards me. So, no. And you ever he see him, loved his friends. You ever so. see him with weapons or anything like that? No. And the accusation that he was part of a gang, um, what do you make of that? He never showed me that he was a part of a gang. He never told me like, hey, I'm a part of a gang or I'm this, I'm that. Like the things that they were talking about during the trial, like I was new to that as well. Like I didn't know 
of him being or wanting to be or however they're trying to paint the picture of him being in the game, you know. Did you ever hear of any of those people that he was communicating with, that they say he was communicating with? Um, I heard about them, but I just thought everybody was just all friends, close friends. Like he never, I was never a part of, he kept me out of anything that he ever had going on. So, I, yeah, they were like, when you, when, when you say that he kept you, in other words, was he on his phone talking? People were like taking phone calls away from you or not making sure he didn't see oh, your no. phone. Nothing like that. No, no, no. I stayed, I had his password to his phone. So like, and he always, he would never walk away while he's on the phone to talk to anyone. Not in front of mm-hmm. me. So in other words, if he was part of a gang or he was talking to people who were part of a gang, that's something you would have known. I would have known. Yeah. And no, I never known that. No. Um, I want to talk about Sack Chaser and Juvie. Um, what were they like? You know, I, I really just want to get an understanding. Um, their lives were lost. It was a, it's a tragedy. I, I, what were they like? What was your relationship with them? They were like family to me. They were like my brothers. Uh, they always made sure I was straight. Um, anywhere we go, like his shows, um, to the studio, anywhere, they made sure I was straight, like, Made sure I had something to eat. Like if I had to go to the bathroom, they would walk me to the bathroom. They were like big brothers to me, honestly. And I never had brothers before. So I really appreciated that a lot. Like even when there was times where, you know, if it was an altercation, they'll make sure like I'm okay. They'll make sure I'm straight. So I really appreciate appreciated that a lot. Did Melly ever have any problems with them? Because there were accusations that, you know, they might have been jealous of him. There might have been financial problems, money problems, anything like that, you see? No, that, no, no, not at all. Like, he loved them. They went, them two out of everybody, it's a whole bunch of people a part of YNW. Them two, they were there everywhere he went. Like, anywhere he would go, he would make sure they're in his budget. He'll make sure they're a part of his budget. He'll make sure they got a flight. He was just always helpful to everybody. So, yeah. Mariah, do you think Melly killed Sack Chaser and Juvie? No, I do not. What makes you say that? Because he treated them like they were his brothers, like they all have the same mom and the same dad which they didn't, but he always treated, he never showed a sign that he didn't like them. He didn't want them around or anything in that sort. So that was just odd. If he didn't do it, do you have a theory about who did do it? No, I don't. I don't. What, what, have you met Cortland Henry? Yes, I did. Yes, I have. What's he like? Uh, he's cool. He's like a brother too. Um, we're both Aquarius, so you know sometimes we we have our little differences. But he's like a brother to me too. Um, he's really cool. Um, yeah, I know him. That's the crazy part. I know him longer than I know Melly. So yeah, we just had, and yeah, we had a long. What was Mel? What's Melly's relationship with Cortland Henry? The same. Like uh, they known each other for a long time. They all went to school together. Um, they were like brothers. They were in a rap group together when they were younger. Um, yeah, 
They love the studio. They be bond, they bond at the studio. Even outside of the studio, they always bond. Would you say that Melly's relationship with Cortland Henry was closer than it was with uh, Sack Chaser and Juvie? Um, no, I wouldn't say that, no. Do you think that he is capable of killing Sack Chaser and Juvie, Henry? I don't think so. Um, I want to get a little bit into what um, happened that night. Um, the night that you found out, first let's just start from this. When you found out that they were killed... Where were you and what was your reaction? Um, I was at home um, in Coco um, and I was in shock. Uh, I was in disbelief. I didn't think it was true. I thought it, was, it wasn't true at all um, until I actually came down there and find it, found out about it. Who told you or how'd you find out? Answer that question. Mm -hmm. Oh, the, the police are the ones that really told you the story. Huh? It was the police who told you about the, the incident, I think. Right, yeah. So. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I found out through the, po the police, yeah. They came to you and told you. Um, and where, what was your reaction? Were you just shocked? Did you break down into tears? Did you say, what's happening? Um, yeah, I was crying. I was, I was terrified. I was scared. Um, I was scared for everybody in the situation. Um, me and my mom went that way and, uh, I couldn't for ever since that situation, I couldn't sleep for a few days. Like I was just still in shock about the whole situation. So, yeah. Did you call Melly immediately and say, are you okay? Or did he call you? I went down there immediately. Went down where? Uh, to Miami. Because I live mm. in Cocoa. Um, right. So I went to Miami. Yeah. But did you speak to him before you went down and said, I'm on my way? Or <clears throat> No. Um, did he say anything to you about the shootings? No. we ha He never talked to me about the shootings. So there, there's been a lot of back and forth that he, he had communicated to you about it and said that he was in, in, in there, that it was a drive-by. Is that not true? Wait, wait a second. Mariah, you know, our, Mariah's position, uh, Jesse, is that, you know, she was never told by either uh, uh, Melly or Portland about the incident itself, she did learn about it, but she never had any conversation with either of those two individuals about the, the actual incident, anything that happened that night. So the, the questions you're asking, I, I, I know everyone wants to know the answer to that, those questions, but uh, I think that's what she's going to tell you. And no matter how many times you ask her that. Uh, well, I only asked her one time, so I'm just curious if if she says she didn't they, she didn't know anything about it, she didn't speak to him. I mean, I'm sure Mariah can, Mariah can tell me that, but I'm just curious. Okay, well, I and I want her to to tell you herself, but I, I again I don't want this to turn into an interrog more. I, I if she tells you she doesn't know, she doesn't know, and it's not going to help to try to get into the the. Uh, the, the after conversations or any any meetings that you may have had with 
either. The well, I, I hope, Mariah, you don't think this is interrogation, but I will tell you, your uh, lawyer did say that uh, we could ask anything about the case. So I hope that this isn't a tension, but um, I just wanted to ask if you don't want me to move on, I can definitely move on. Um, so. Concerning the night that the night with what I have going on with the situation, I don't feel comfortable speaking on uh, the situation from that night. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the trial. Did you watch it at all? Yes, I have. Yeah. What'd you think of it? Um, it was it was sometimes where I could watch it, and then sometimes I I just cut it off, and yeah, it I hated it. Like I didn't like the like it at all. Like, What'd you hate about it? Um, just how they how the the picture was painted. Basically, I didn't I didn't like that especially if it's with me and my mom and how we got like paid off when that never happened. So, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. And by the way, if your mom wants to come in for this question, I'll, I would love to ask her about this too. Cause we, we covered the trial. Um, yes, your mom is there too. Hi. Um, I just was curious. Hi. <laughs> Good to see you. So I wanted to ask you real quick about this. Um, that was a very heated moment in that courtroom between you and the prosecutor. What can you tell yes, us about that? Um, it just was a lot of anger with me because of everything me and my daughter have been through, um, what Christine Bradley's tried to put us through. Um, I felt like we're getting persecuted more than the defendants, you know. I feel like the one of the, the, the Cortland has more um, rights to, than I do. You know, I'm on a, heart, a, a ankle monitor and I'm supposed to be your witness. And when I'm telling you one thing, it's like you're not taking that for an answer. Even right before I came into the courtroom, I was in a little room with Christine and she asked me a question I told her I didn't know. And she was like, really, Felicia? Like, like telling me you do know the answer. Like anything I, we tell them, you have to go back and forth with her with it. I'm going to file a complaint against Mrs. Bradley. Um, that's something I'm talking to my lawyer about right now. I have with Dr. Um, Detective Moretti. But we did just go to court. She had sketch. She had court on my birthday to have the ankle monitor off for her to get in front of the judge and say, like, I'm a flight risk. I'm not going to show up for testimony, and she doesn't want me to have it off. So at this point, I'm gonna. I will, I don't want to testify, but if I have to, I'm going to go plead the fifth because at this point, I'm going to get arrested. She's trying to send me to jail. I mean, there's no immunity for me and my child. Can you, Can you both make this clear for anybody who's following and haven't followed the complexity? Has there ever been a point? When either of you were evading law enforcement, evading the ability to testify, and and they 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 uh, you know they were trying to track you down, and you were not cooperative. If you can make it clear about that, what that means, have you, were you ever evading sure. law enforcement or, or trying to testify? Uh, when you say evade, I'm not going to say I evaded them. What I'm going to say happened was I was a travel nurse in California. She was serving subpoenas in Florida. I'm in California. You're serving subpoenas to my ex-husband's house. We're, we don't live there anymore. I have an address. Christine Bradley has not had one share knock on my door in Orlando, Florida and serve me a subpoena, not once, ever. Mariah, what did you think of your mom's testimony? As I said, it was it, it was heated. Yeah, it really was heated. Um, like I said, I didn't like it. Um, I just felt like she was painting a wrong picture for me and my mom, basically making it seem like uh, we were paid off and that wasn't, that wasn't the... The case and that we were running from her when our and lawyer yeah, has called her on so many times and we've even set up times to meet with her to get this taken care of and it's like her hurt with her it's 
either you go to jail, you say what I want you to say, or you go to jail. And I don't think that's witnesses shouldn't be treated like that. And that's the reason why we I well, that's the reason why I haven't my daughter's changed because you're threatening me with jail if I don't tell you what I want to hear. And it's like that's not fair. I don't She's like never been to jail. Brow I've been she's had me in Broward County jail. It's filthy, it's disgusting. I was treated like crap in there. I'm not I don't want my daughter to be put to that through anything like that. So, you know, I I'm I've been to jail for it. I'm not going to get into the substance of it, but just so we were clear, there's never been a situation where you told one story and then changed your story because that's what that's their accusation. Their accusation is I told one story and changed my, changed my story, but they're not telling you that the story I initially told was under duress. We're basically forced to tell the story. Are you going to take my 17 year old daughter to jail? I mean, I'm mm -hmm. not trying to see my child go to jail for anybody. So if the stories did change, it changed because of what they set into play. It's on them that stories changed. But if I want to tell the truth, they don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear right. they want to hear whatever they can hear to make a case against Melly to convict him for a first double homicide and get the death penalty. That's what Christine wants. She wants my story to help her get that. Let me ask you both this. Were you surprised that they went for the death penalty against YNW Melly? Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I was surprised. I was yeah, surprised with death penalty yeah. um, because of the evidence. Because you know, I wasn't. I didn't even think he did it. The first person who ever told me that he did it was Detective Moretti. It never even crossed my mind. I was a, a mother-in-law who was thinking that you know because I knew he had gotten to with other rappers, and I, uh, my daughter actually got into an altercation with him and another rapper in California at a studio, and it happened maybe a, 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 a three, four weeks before that. So I'm thinking that that's what happened. I'm thinking rappers are someone's trying to kill them. So that's what I what I was under the impression. I never once thought this young man because he's always been happy. He's always been dancing. I've never seen him with a gun. So I never once thought that he could actually kill the two guys who I saw him with every time I saw him. It never and, crossed my mind. And Mariah, what do you think uh, again about the, you know, they were going after him for the death penalty? Yeah, I, that was, it was crucial. Um, it really hurt my heart for a minute. Um, even when he first went to jail, cause it's like, it was just unbelievable, honestly. Yeah, so, especially with somebody he's with every day, 24-7. So. Um, Mariah, you said you watched uh, the trial. The prosecution presented evidence about where the bullets came from. They presented uh, text messages about, you know, whether or not he was involved in a gang. They pre presented evidence about, um, you know, that he, he might have right, shh, I did that on social media. When you were hearing the prosecution's evidence, evidence against YNW Melly, what did you think about it? Um, honestly, I, I really, I was, I was just so in this, in disbelief, like I would watch it sometime and then I'd turn it off. Like some parts of it, I'd just turn it off because it was just like, I can't believe this. Like this, this is not what it's supposed to be. Like, it's not supposed to be like this at all. So, yeah. And, and um, uh, forgive me, Fel is it Felicia, Felicia? 
Felicia. Felicia. Uh, what did you What did you think of the prosecution's case? Uh, I thought that she did a piss poor job. I don't think she's a good prosecutor. Um, I don't think she's a good person. I don't think she should even have that job. I'm trying to figure out what is Broward County doing with someone like her um, presenting a case this this magnitude. I don't think she should be there. I don't think she knows what she's doing. So that's why I think she's doing all the manipulating, the manipulative stuff is because she doesn't have her case together. She dropped the ball on so many things. Get your case together and stop making the witnesses pay for your mistakes. And that's what she's doing. She's made so many mistakes. All right, I'm ready. To now it's falling back on me and my daughter to making everyone think that our testimony is going to make your make or break your case. Your your case should not be based off of me um, speaking with him the morning of. I, I, I didn't think he did it. I didn't know he did it. So why would my testimony be the smoking gun? I don't understand why she would think that my testimony would help her. I don't well, understand. The jury couldn't come to a decision. There was a mistrial. What was your reaction to that, both of you? Um, I thought that it was, um, I felt bad for Melly because I felt like if, to get to get this far and now you have a mistrial and have to go through all this again um i just kind of felt so i felt bad for him because he's, yeah. he's, he's still in jail like everyone's thinking it's a celebration time because it was a mistrial this man been in jail since 2018 off of off of, of evidence that's not even really there so i thought that i felt bad for him i'm not gonna lie i felt bad for I him felt, yeah i felt bad for him too so despite like what me and him have going on um I wouldn't want to see him in that predicament and in, in that position at all, especially when I don't believe like what they're saying is true. So, yeah. Were you shocked, Mariah, that they couldn't come to a decision, or were you saying, you know, I I, I can understand that? Um, I it was I was shocked, um, but also it's understandable. But I was shocked. Yes. I was shocked. I thought it was going to be for sure not guilty with everything that Detective Ray and Christine Bradley have done to. But the system nowadays you know, they, is not the same, especially so, in Florida. Yeah. So. Well, if his retrial happens, um, Mariah, I'll start with you. Um, and they want you to testify. Are you going to testify? Um, I'm just trying to get the warrant lifted. Uh, I I don't mind going to court as long as the warrant is lifted, which. She's, she's giving me a hard time deal. with that. So I honestly, I, I don't have an answer to that. She's wasting taxpayers' money. She has me on a house arrest band. I'm a nurse. You know, I, I she's just, the lady's crazy. I, I think this is her career. It's for her career or something. She's, this is personal. And you can see from me in her testimony that it was very personal. Like she has a personal problem with me. It's nothing professional going on with me and Christine Bradley. This is all like, like we have the same baby daddy or something like me and her have some beef with each other that's how you can look at our testimony and see it's something personal going on there so you know i i, I, I have to ask i mean if you you end up on the witness box again and she's questioning you what's that going to look like i'm going to plead the fifth because i'm not she's what she wants to, she wants me in jail she wants to impeach me and she knows this today so why would i get on the stand in november when i already know what you intend to try to do to me so i'm going to go ahead and plead the fifth so she's going to waste taxpayers money for me to plead the fifth in november by the way, what did you both think of Melly's defense team? Um, I, I think they did a pretty good job. I um I think he had a pretty good defense team. Um I, I guess I've never met any of them personally except for that day, but I do think that they, they kinda did okay. Mariah, what'd you think? Yeah, I feel like they did good as well. Um, they definitely did good. Yeah. Uh Mariah, I have to ask you, if Melly is acquitted you kind of gave the hint that maybe there'd be a future. Would you, you know, get in contact with them again? Would you communicate with them? I, I, I see what your mom's saying, shaking her head, but. 
friends. 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 Why why are you shaking your head? Because I just want to be done with that family. I don't want anything else to do with those people. Like, my life has changed tremendously. I don't ever want to see him again. Like, I'm just over and done with it. I have no problem with him. I have nothing against them. But what has happened to me and my daughter, um, they could never understand. You know, they would never understand. They don't know. Felicia, real quick, do, do you do you have a theory as to what happened that night? I think that um, maybe they pissed somebody off. I mean, these are rappers. They're going back and forth. They have all these beefs. I think someone followed them from the studio. Mm. I think maybe he pissed somebody off. I think, uh, I, say if he was in the car or not, I don't know. Maybe he was, and he doesn't want to tell them who shot, really who actually did the shooting. I don't know, but I think that someone got mad, and they and, because I just don't see him killing Sack and Juvie. You know, I'm not even saying Sack a good person because Sack's not a good person. I don't care why everybody painting this picture about him. Awful person. But um, Juvie, good guy. I don't think anything bad should ever happen to him. But I think that somebody pissed somebody off. I think he, right. I think Melly would have gotten shot too. I think he maybe was a target as well. And probably still any, is. A, any reason to think that other than any? Well, like I said my daughter was just in, um, they just got jumped. They had just gotten jumped in Atlantic Records, I think, in LA. It was Atlantic Records by um, NBA Youngboy and a whole bunch of guys. That just happened. And my daughter has a scar across her back about this long from the scuffle from the fight, you know? What was that like, Mariah? I was terrified. I thought I was going to lose my life that day, honestly. Um, It it happened so quickly. Yeah, it happened so quickly. Like, within a blink of an eye, we had just got to the studio, and they all just started arguing and fighting. And next thing you know, we're getting jumped by so many so many guys and I'm trying to shield and protect Melly. Um and they the guys are not trying to hit me but I'm literally in the middle trying to lay on top of him just to like guard him. Um and I when, when was this? How soon before the shooting was this? I think this was like in August of twenty eighteen. August about a month September. a month or so a month or so before the murders. Yeah. It was like August or September of uh twenty eighteen. Someone took his chain or something. They, they took his chain. Yeah, his his chain fell and they took it. But they what, gave it back. Like what, what what started that? Um, we were outside and um we were pulling up to the studio and um his friend Melly's um Zach was like, um, they're going NBA Young Boys. So we all like, we're like, oh yeah, that is NBA Young Boys. So we like, I feel like we're going to get into it with him. So I'm just praying like, God, please don't let us get into it with these people. Like, I hope not. So as we walk into the studio, um, like he sighed, like give Melly a look, like he sighs. And so Zach, like, what's up? Like you straight or whatever. And he's like, um, he was like, yeah, I'm good or whatever. Then he just started saying stuff. And then Zach ended up saying something back to him. And then Melly was like, what's up? And they just, he swung on Melly, they fought. And then the guys started jumping in. Everybody just started jumping in. I tried to jump on top of Melly to like guard him. Um, It was just a big scuffle, honestly. Like it was bad. It was horrible. Did police ever look into this? No, (laughs) no, no, it was just like, yeah. It happened and that was it. Like Melly Chain fell. They took it and ran out of the studio and left and that was it, honestly. Like they never yeah. Wow. Um before I let you go, I have two quick questions. Um first one was 
there was a lot made about YNW's, YNW Melly's relationship with his mom and the way he spoke to her. Um, Mariah, what can you tell us about that? Um, him and his mom relationship, he loved his mom. His mom is a crazy lady, though. She's crazy. But he loves her. Um, she just always tried to come. Um, but like he, he just, he just wanted her to be a mom. Like she, um, she, she's a mother, so of course she, she's going to be on you about studio time, going to shows on time. She's going to be on him regardless. And he didn't want her to do to do that. So they always, you know, bump heads a little bit when it came to that. But he loved his mom. She was he a, really did. She was a, she's a good she mom was just, to him. She wanted to be a manager. And yeah, he was like, no, nah, just be a mom. I don't want you to be a manager. Just be a mom. I think that right. clash with him and her are yeah. that he, she wants to be, um, she wants to be more in the limelight and he wants her behind the Ducked limelight. Off. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't and, want, he wants her gotcha. to be like a, you know, yeah. mom, a grandma mom, you know, instead of a, a hip mom kind yeah. of thing. I have to ask you um, your thoughts on what prosecution says the biggest piece of evidence, the shh, I did that message. Do you think YNW Melly wrote that? I honestly don't believe so. Um, when they were showing it, like from his Instagram, so many people had his Instagram password. I even had his Instagram password from time from time to times. Like everybody shared everything when it came to his phone, to his social media. I used to be on there. I used to respond back to females all the time. So it was like, I, I don't know if that's what he did or not. But I used to respond to females all the time. So I don't What did know. you say, Mariah? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you know, you know, I used to say a few things, but I'm a changed person now. So, <laughs> so uh, Felicia, yeah. what, do you, what, what do you think about the message? Um, I didn't take, I mean, I don't, I don't think he would even, I would, I would hope God forbid if he did do it, I which I hope he didn't. What same person would text that kind of crap after doing all this so-called cover up to cover up a homicide, you're just going to automatically just text out, text out, shh, I did that to somebody, you know, that's like confession. That's confession one-on-one. I don't think a sane person would do that. I don't think a, a, a person who did all this, she's saying he did to cover up this, this homicide, no fingerprints and no DNA and stuff, but you're going to just go confess to it later. I just think the state's reaching with that. I think they need to get better evidence. I don't think they're doing a good job. Mariah, Felicia. Thank you both yes. so much for coming on and talking to me. I really appreciate it. Um, before I let you go, I know Christopher uh, is going to come in real quick. Um, he has a, okay. a statement that he wants to make, um, but I just want to thank okay. both of you. It's it's a pleasure to talk to talking to you. you as pleasure well. to meet you both as of well. you. Thank you so much. You as well. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. So, Christopher, okay. you're coming in here. I know you got. Uh, There's one last thing that you wanted the wanted the viewers to know. Correct. Yes. Um, number one, thank you for. Uh, allowing Mariah to get her story out, if you will, if you want to call it a story. I think you've gotten all of the information that, that she would provide the prosecution with uh, during this interview today. Uh, lastly, I'd like to say that, you know, it's the prosecutor that has the power to change this situation. Mariah has indicated she's willing to come to uh, court, to trial, to testify. Uh, she's not uh, in avoiding that out of uh, disrespect for the court. Uh, she's been avoiding that out of fear of arrest. I think that's been made clear today. I, I tried to make that clear in our 
uh, earlier interview uh, regarding uh, Ms. Holmes' testimony on Dern trial. So, you know, again, the prosecutor has the power to change the situation. Uh, she can go to the judge ex parte, like she did when she obtained the arrest order, and she can ask the judge to withdraw the arrest order for Mariah. Simple as that, and I think that you would find Mariah uh, willing, ready, willing, able uh, to make it to court, uh, to give her uh, input for the information she does have regarding this case. All right. Thank you guys so much. Um, wishing you guys the best of luck. And thank you again for coming here on Law and Crime and talking a little bit more about the case with us. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty incredible stuff. We'll see what happens when this retrial maybe happens, eventually happens. We'll follow it here on Sidebar. That's all we have for you right now here on Sidebar. Thank you so much for joining us. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. I'll speak to you next time. Thank you.